looking for. Oh, how I found it. All right. So job number one of a podcast is really kind of figuring out what you're going to call it, right? Okay, don't look because okay. I know some of these are named. Like, Do you want to introduce us to the listener? The po- I, I think that if somebody's clicked on this, they already know what's going on. Okay. You know, but... Okay. um. All right, so, which actually, so, like, one way to do it is do it, like, super literal. Like, yep. a super literal podcast. Sure. Chicky and Drew's College Fund. That's really nice. It's kind of catchy. Yeah. Right? No, it has real purpose for us. <laughs> and, then, you know, I was looking, you know, I'm, you know, I'm convinced we could make hundreds of dollars, but at the same point. We could make tens and tens of dollars. <laughs> All right, so there's that one. Village Grocery. Yeah, uh, gives us a tab, then we could kind of, and and that's our sponsor. I said it before, and I think if we can get a couple free beers out of it, I'd be fully comfortable with spending a couple hours doing it a week. I'm down. All right, so which leads me to the next one. Okay, beers and Roebuck. Beers and Roebuck. And I thought it was, you know, I I remember the Roebuck was your album. Oh yeah. And then uh, yep. And I was like, Sears and Roebuck, but at the same point, really like the, for for. Because you're not looking at this, and this is a completely audio a experience, right. it says Beers and Roebuck on this logo that Drew has made, and there's a buck who's a black silhouette. He looks menacing. He does, um, but he's probably dead, too, in that. Yeah, in that so, we're, so we're cool. But anyway, so there's there's that one. That's kind of meta. Um, this one is also really, this is this sort of covered bridge. That's your my Vermont life name. Okay. You know, it's like, cause it's, you know, the covered bridge, but I couldn't really figure out what it meant. And honestly, like when you go on these auto logo maker programs, this was the closest thing to a covered bridge I could find. Uh, this was, I really liked this one. Mm-hmm. Um, this was kind of, this was one of my hopelessly uncool, <laughs> which is like, <laughs> I don't know why I immediately think of uh, Olivia Newton, John from Greece. Hopelessly devoted to you. Yes. You, yes. Dude, I know my Greece. Yeah, yeah man. I really do. Yeah. Um, there's that one. Um, oh, this was a good one too. That was like an early, an yeah. early Mr. Vermont. Yep. Uh, with like the little Batman logo. Okay. He'd be a green guy. Yep. Yeah. Um, this, I don't know why. You spent a fair there. amount of time working on these. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Not really. Sniff test. Sniff test. I don't really there's know. There's a nose, meant. a picture of a nose in that logo. Oh, I like it. It says, I like this test. one. $10 IPA, <laughs> which is sort of the world we live in right now. That's not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're getting down to it. Yeah, I like Meat Night. Actually, came out pretty good. Except I think it's. I think it. I'm. I'm really into this. It's what it. What it does, ladies and gentlemen, because again, you can't see it. Uh, there's a silhouette of a guy who's disco dancing, but he's like one of those guys who's like the symbol for walking across the street. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's, he's, he's got a round head, and that's it. And then it's got like super disco kind of, like I guess Saturday Night Fever or like Boogie Nights yeah, type type font. It's the Boogie Night font, and the other one that kind of says Meat Night. I, I kind of like it, but and then I also like Super, super Local, <laughs> which and kind of so it's kind of like in between the two. Sorry, you know? sorry, yeah, again, Super Local, um, which I kind of like as well. I think that's the winner for me. I mean, Meat Night. The downside of Meat Night, especially with the photo of a dude, it kind of looks like. Uh, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with it, but kind of looks like a gay bar ad. Well, and you were telling me that it's it's like a thing with with what with your son, right? Meat night, yeah, yeah, like yeah, if it's boys' night, like because that's the it's time when my, yeah, my daughter is now vegetarian, right? Like yeah. So last week we had, I made, I actually took a photo of it. It was so good. We had burgers with bacon and a fried egg on top. 
and he was in heaven. That's the that's the the sunshine burger, right? But it's funny, like as we were ta- as I was talking about, you know, like with the podcast, there has to be some definitions in the in the categories. We have to kind of figure out what it is. But super local, I think there's a lot of ways you could go with. That. I like super local a lot. Again, this still has Boogie Nights font. Uh, it says super local. This logo, and there's a, a dude with a cape. Um, yeah, and it's pretty sweet. I kind of like it because I think that we were talking about with the pod that we were going to do it as uh, as guys from one location, which we are, and about our lives and about our things that interest us. But uh, we're hoping that everybody out there in America and beyond will enjoy it. Yeah. It's super local. It is super local. Yeah. I don't know. It could work. Okay. Hopefully, you know, I haven't done any sort of... Uh, Let's keep it for this week. Yeah, until we find out somebody else bought that URL. <laughs> then we can't use it. We can call it super if we had a producer, too. then somebody could be buying that that URL right yeah, now. I can I can buy a URL, but um, while you're doing the pod, uh, I could possibly buy. It. I don't know if I could. While I was listening to you, I could probably do it. I don't think I could speak <laughs> right and do that. But anyway, so okay. I, first first thing I want to talk about is like definitely on my top ten list of most Vermonty things that I see on a regular basis. Right. Okay. And I and I just and my, so this is kind of where the super local thing came from because honestly I'm I think it's spreading and I'm concerned about that and it's a Vermont thing and like I call it it happens you're driving say you're driving down Route 100 you're coming to Bridge Street mm-hmm. and you're making a left turn there and yeah. somebody coming the other way stops if there's no stop sign there you're making a left turn yeah. This person is so polite that they stop to let you turn left as opposed to just continuing uh, past. I call it the premature wave through. And the other day I was coming, I was coming from uh, Montpelier to Middlesex, right? Right. And I'm turning left onto Route 100 in Middlesex. Mm-hmm. And a white Prius is coming the other way. Mm-hmm. A nice young woman was in it. Mm-hmm. And she stopped. Instead of just making the right turn and, and continuing Route 100. So she stopped. Premature way through. In traffic. Well, there wasn't traffic until she stopped. And then there's like, you know, there's a oh, cloud a da- driver coming up. But that's a her. dangerous move. I agree. I agree. It's totally dangerous. Anyway, she and she stopped and waved me through. She gave me the premature wave through. Mm-hmm. And I and I, this is the only time I've ever done it. I refused to go through. And so so it was a standoff. It was a polite you Vermont turned it standoff. Down. I turned, I like, I declined the premature wave through. And uh and, and she that's, waved, a, that's a bit of a slight. What's interesting, like she took it that way. She she waved me through again. I refused. Then she flipped me off, mm-hmm. turned right, and yeah. then immediately pulled over so that then I could go first down Route 100. That is <laughs> quite the exchange. It was. Uh, it's the most excitement Middlesex has had since Patrick Leahy's birthday party <laughs> or something. Say, I don't know. Let me say since. Yeah. Since the Red Hen opened. <laughs> I, do yeah. love, I do love the Red Hen. Oh, I've been there a few times in the last week. It was great. Yeah. Did, they, did they have live music there? Is that a thing that they actually do? Um, I used to play live music there. Is it in the Red Hen or is it in like the chocolate bar part? No, it's in the Red Hen, in the bakery, in the cafe. Yeah. And they don't like PA systems, so you just sit there with an acoustic guitar and sing. Really? And did they stay open late for that? No, it's like it's like, you know, brunch hour. It's like you know, ten to twelve in the right. morning. Right. 
And I did it a few times just because I was really interested in playing out a lot. And, yeah. You know, it's, things are really different now. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But one, the last time I did it, I played for two hours. And I think they gave me a cup of coffee and stuff. And then I <laughs> free, went up. Free coffee. Yeah. And then I went up to the counter. And I put out a tip jar and I made some tips and it was cool. And a couple yeah. of people that I knew came out and saw me. What, what tip, what, where do you get bitter tips? At the red hand when you're playing or at the big pick? Both are equally bad. <laughs> equally bad. Yeah. But the funny thing about the red hand yeah. was I go up to the counter and the young lady behind there says, you know, you're typically people tell us and book the slot when, when they're going to play. Yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> she's like, you know, you have to call the, the manager or get in touch with them if you're going to play. And I was like, so you guys think that I just wandered in with my guitar and started playing? And they were like, yeah, we kind of didn't know what was going on. And I was like, but I did book it. And she didn't tell you, I guess. That's hysterical. Yeah, it was really weird. So they're not paying. That was, a, that was a first and only. They weren't shut down by the big royalty fee clamp down by the big music conglomerate. Maybe. Remember that? I still don't understand what happened with that. Um, I don't either. Except that I think that Vermont music establishments, or actually any cafe, you know, if you have music, even if it's canned or that it's live, it's worse if it's live. Like, a lot of Vermont places don't pay their memberships, you know? Uh-huh. Because they're expensive, you know? Crazy expensive. Like, how expensive? I mean, it's all based on seating, but... Right, how many seats you have, how many gigs you're, you're bringing in, and the whole nine yards. Thousands a year. Thousands. Thousands, thousands of dollars a year. That's yeah. ridiculous. It is ridiculous. <laughs> I find it completely ridiculous. Yeah, so I don't know. They may still yeah. have music over there. I don't know. Anyway, so... Super local. Yeah. It looks yeah, good, really. Right? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. I, I saved it till the end. It's great. It's yeah. great. I forgot about it. I actually thought it was going to be a $10 IPA, which I actually kind of like too. Because it is kind of a moment in time. Like if you told me, if you told me back when I was in college and we were buying $35 kegs of Meisterbrow, that I was going to get to, yeah, the beast, that I was going to get to a point in my life where I would be happily willing to whip out a $10 bill to buy an IPA. I, I, that's insane. It's, it's. Truly insane, but I have to say, it's so delicious. <laughs> and some of them are like uh -huh. meals, you know. Yeah, totally. Such as the one that I had last night, which was what? Well, first of all, I mean, you and I were talking about like top five beers, right? Top five beers, yeah, yeah. Um, and which we should also of, do like I also want to do top three sandwiches, but that's a whole nother. That's a really long conversation. Longer than beer. I think, because then you get into this whole thing, like, is a hot dog a sandwich? But anyway, so we're back to beers. <laughs> um, but so what did you have last night? Uh, this was at the Big Picture, uh, and I had the Chinookard. <laughs> is Ch that? Hold on, hold on. It's, a, it's a, with a C? It's a it's a Lawson's, right? But it's with a C, it's C-H, though. Yes. So Chinookard. Chinookard. No, it's Chinookard. Chinookard. It's an, um, it's an in, in Native American word. Regardless, <laughs> that's how I felt after I had it. Chinookered. And what was it? It was a... I don't know. I think it was an IPA. And it was delicious. 
It was so delicious. Yeah. And like the color was like it was like warm and inviting and it was it was awesome. It looked great. It really is. It tasted and, great. You know, it's funny talking about the top five beers, and I've given this, you know, significant thought, and by significant I mean like twenty to thirty minutes of thought over the last week. Uh, but um but like I almost feel like Lawson's I don't even know if we should put it in the top five. I feel like that like it automatically like gets a buy into the finals or something like that. No. No? Oh really? I really? Yeah. Fascinating. Okay, so top five for me. Top right? five. Top five beers. All right, top five. This is Vermont beers. Vermont beer. And we're gonna do one from Maine. Did you did you get that message? Yes, I did get that. All right. Um, the top five from Which is great, because we have links to Maine. Um, enough. Enough that we can we get pick one. We got some. Can we do worse beers from Maine? And pick everything at Gritty's? Top. <laughs> Hold on. Top five Vermont beers. All right, yeah. One best of Maine, one worst of Maine, one worst from Vermont. Ooh. All right. And then I have a, a special category for, for everyday drinkability. For each day, or for, <laughs> for beers of the week, beers of the we day. We can do beers of the week. Yeah, we can do what's the beer we of could, the day? We could pod every every afternoon. So we do in top five Vermont beers or breweries. Let's do breweries. That would that, that I think I mean it, although I I could go both ways on that because, I mean I haven't had every single beer that certain breweries have made, so it's hard for me to say. You know I mean obviously this is now tax deductible business expense, so I can kind of spend more money on. I think we can kind of go whatever direction we want, um, as as long as we give America a list because everybody loves this. And by America, you mean our immediate families and seven friends who would get to listen to this, right? And if you're listening to this pod, <laughs> then we've probably asked you to to judge this and and give us good marks because I'm having a good time here. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we top want to keep five. Potting. So top five. Top five. Top okay. Five. My top five. Super local beers. Super. <laughs> Right? Super local. The super local top five. Right. That sounds good. And maybe I should give it from uh, yesterday to today. <laughs> top five Vermont beers within the last 48 hours. <laughs> uh, number that's five, a, that's zero, that's zero, gra- zero gravity. Wow. Yeah. Really? Number five. Zero And zero gravity being uh, Green State? Yep. Uh, Wolf? Is that one of their beers? Yep. What else is a zero gravity beer? Conehead, I think. Conehead. Yeah. And what do you? I'm interested. Okay, keep tell me why. Like, what's your, what what's your rationale there? Um, I like them all. I can find them all. Those are like that's like a such a guy thing. It's like <laughs> it's true. I can get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. Yeah. I'm not the kind of guy who can go travel around the state yeah and stand in line and stand in lines and drink drink beers like chuck like chuck is like he's the king of like driving around and standing in line for beers wow there was a time where he had like you know uh, he had growlers in the back and he was filling stuff up and he was bringing it you know he was hunting he was out hunting tough to carry a growler with a busted collar we'll get we'll get to that later anyway so hats off Jeff. so number five zero zero gravity and again, because I can get it. So what? Let me ask you this: Like when you built your top five, mm-hmm. did you start with number five, or did you start with number one, or did you start but with no, number I started three? With number five. Oh, you did absolutely. You're like, this is where, and and like you're like this is my sort of baseline like entry to Vermont beers. No, no, this is what I like drinking, and my 
criteria is can I get it and does it taste great? All right. That's it. It's like pretty that. simple. I like that. I mean, and it's sort of, to me, it's like you open Chuck's beer fridge. Yeah. And you see all these beers. Right. You know, if if it was only all like your bottom 20 and there was a wolf in there, that you would grab that for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think that's good criteria. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, so my, just as a quick. My, I would probably grab the heavy topper, but I know that Gina likes those. And those are pretty much her heavy toppers. I know, I know, I don't. But still, if I'm over there for a football game, I'll still grab the heavy topper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, fine. that's fair. All right. But, so, not, but not the last one, because then she'd get really angry. So, but let, okay, so my number five, and I, and I apologize because I don't have these written down mm-hmm. right here, but I have Harpoon. As my number five Vermont beer, because here's why. Wow. Hear me out. I don't even know if you can call it a Vermont beer, but well, you can though. All right. And because they have a brewery in Vermont, sure. And it's cheap. Yeah, it's good. No, that's yeah. And it's like I feel like it's the Budweiser of Vermont IPAs. Like you can get a Harpoon. I was at the uh, what's the gas station on the way to Warren that burns down every couple years. The uh, it's the uh, on the way to Warren Max. Max, right. I was there. They had Harpoon Tallboys for two Do you bucks. not go to Warren? Not, not that way. No. <laughs> I don't spend much time in Warren. Right? Well, I guess not. But, anyway so, but yeah. anyway, so my Harpoon, I, I felt like I had to figure out a way to get it in the top five. Just because okay. I, I appreciate, you know, like you go, the, you know, anyway, you go, you're, you're going and you're buying a, a bunch of $14 four packs. Yeah. And the Harpoon is, uh, is affordably priced and I appreciate that. I do too. You know, and I don't always want to dig out twenty eight bucks for eight beers. You know. Anyway, so so that, that no, I rarely do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the everyday drinkability, the harpoon, really falls into that category. It, it's, it's it's a table beer. Yeah, it's a good golfy beer. Like it's really hard, honestly, to drink a bunch of heady toppers on the golf course. That's oh my god, go. golf! We're gonna have to do a whole different <laughs> odd about golf culture. Oh yeah, and how it's Vermont changed. golf culture is a totally and, different one. Yeah, and how it's changing and what they need to do to, to keep generations of kids playing golf because they're not doing it right right now. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not going well. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Well, we can get to that. Yeah, but we'll get um, to that. Anyway. So number four. What's your number four? Uh, I'm going to go with the Alchemist at number four. Were you thinking I was going to be surprised by that? No. No. I was, no. And I, because it's funny. I think I For have... me, it was, you know, enough to have a list too much would be trying to figure out what what you thought of my list. <laughs> that was right. that's going over the right. top. That's like that is meta. Like we get into that, but but I think I agree. With it. I think that Alchemist has to be in the top five. Um, yeah, but it's absolutely. not number one. And no. here, here's a question: Why why isn't the Alchemist number one? It's the world's most perfect, famous Vermont beer. It's perfect a, question, and it falls back into my criteria of can I get it? Mm. And because they changed the their distribution, like it used to, you know, it yeah. used to be you could kind of get it. Yeah. And you still can, you know, because we live here. Yeah. Um, you have connections. It's like, yeah. you know, like the guy. Well, if you go up to Dino's place, mm-hmm. he always has it. Mm-hmm. Always. Of course, he'll, I think it's like 20 bucks is what he charges because he's at the yeah. Mountain. You know where else they have it? Where? The uh, Hunger Mountain Co-op. I can't go in there. What do you mean you can't? I went in there once for a cup of coffee, and I was like, I freaking hate this place. <laughs> this like, is the worst. Is that hippie OCD? It, no, <laughs> like, I'm cool. I'm yeah. cool with the whole hippie thing. You know what was what was what was your reaction there? It's 
clustering. <laughs> and like nothing makes sense. Yeah. They have so much stuff in there. <laughs> and then like, you yeah. know, behind the the soap was the coffee. <laughs> you know, the AirPods and stuff. Right. It's just like, ugh. None of it made sense. And like, I yeah. was like, I just wanted a cup of coffee. And I think, you know, it costs, I don't know, it's like five bucks. Yeah. It's so so but, the Alchemist though, but now you can get Focal Banger in most places. Yeah. And Chuck always has like a bunch of random Alchemist beers in his fridge because he collects them, I guess. I'm not sure. Like he always has like some special Alchemist beer. Right? Well, my favorite place to shop for beer is Chuck's fridge. <laughs> I know. I the price is right. Yeah. It's always full. Oh, that's great. <laughs> he and the, yeah. They're yeah. so good at it. They're yeah. so good. Uh, yeah. But that's interesting. I think I think the Alchemist number four is a, is a really good place for it. And... I talked to Chuck and Gina, too, because... About this? Uh, about what? Alchemist and the Heady Topper in yeah. particular. And because Gina's a fan. They think it changed. Like, the taste changed. And I think it did, too. I think it tastes a little more... When do you think it Alcoholic mm. than it did before. Before what? Before when? I'm going to say that the, the break was... July 16th of 2016. I think that's about right, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's, when that, that's when it changed. I mean, we, you know, I have been, so I travel a fair amount for business, and we've been yeah. taking Heavy Topper to national events for years. Yeah. Right? And so it's always been sort of a, a shtick with us. And it's a great way, I mean, honestly, you want an appointment in New York City, you tell people you're bringing Heavy Topper, and all of a sudden they want to meet with you. Yeah. And so we've been paying attention to it. And, and you know, Heavy Topper was, I mean, it was, I always think of it as a Hurricane Irene success story, right? I mean, they had the Alchemist restaurant yes. in Waterloo. All right, yeah. yeah. The Heavy Topper actually was being served in the Alchemist restaurant before it was propane. Right. I remember having it and not really, and people generally not caring about it. Right. Then the Alchemist essentially is buried by flood water. Right. They they closed the restaurant, which was a blow in Waterbury, and they said we're, we're gonna we're just gonna can them now, and we're gonna move to our place up the hill. And, and if you want to come by and buy some heavy topper, come come on by. Mm -hmm. And people started going and standing in line. And to my knowledge, and this is in my heavy topper lore, like nobody had ever stood in line for heavy topper before. And then after Irene, it was this feel good. We're we're supporting a Vermont business and buying a bunch of really good beer at the same time, and it kind of took off. Were then, they canning before Irene? I don't. Had they think, just started? I think they had just started, and they and but they had decided right because there wasn't an even there wasn't a stop in production at no. all. They were just you know they were just making the shift, and it was pretty right. new. However, it after it blew up, they I want to say they doubled their capacity. Yeah. And at that point, uh, one, a, a woman who used to work for me, Kara Hurley, who was like a heady topper savant, mm -hmm. she came in and she said, I, I think they've changed the recipe. It tastes, it tastes different. Yeah. And, and she was right. And uh, at least in my opinion, I have no idea. But it right. did seem like when they doubled that capacity, the flavor changed just a touch. Yeah. Now, I mean, it, it, I honestly think it may have improved a little bit. It took a little bit of the complexity out of it because, as you know, if you've ever had a heady topper, it's a lot. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, but that said, I, I think for me, like the reason that I keep it at number four on this list is not because of that. Cause I still drank 
So you're good with it at number four. I'm good with it at number four, but I think so too. I, I think I keep it at number four because it's in stone now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's so. A, okay, if, it, if we're not in stone, then, be, it, then it's top three. I think it could be higher. I mean, here's the thing: it's like, and and we'll get to this, but like, it's you know, you go into a beer fridge, you go into you know your favorite beer store and look at the Vermont beers. It's it's an embarrassment of riches. Like there is, oh my god, it's so great, right? Yeah, and so really you're sort of deciding where your money goes at this point. And I think, you know, I certainly feel that with Lawson opening a tasting room here in Waitsfield and yeah. some of the other beers I'm sure we're going to talk about. I like, I like sending money to those places, and, yes. you know, and I, and I think that that's sort of where we are on that whole thing, that people are, 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 are buying a delicious Vermont IPA based on their personal affinity. But anyway, that, that just sort of is my, was my, my, my thought of the day. Your, your super local moment. Super local moment. That's yeah. right. That's exactly super local. All right. Yeah. So what do you got for number nice. three? All right. Number three. 14th star. At three? Yeah. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Really? That. You think it should be higher? I'm a super fan of 14th star. I am too. You know, and, I for, am too. and based on your criteria, number one, availability. I like their graphics too. I do too. But yeah. they, you know, when... Uh, so across the street from my office, right here, mm-hmm. the the VG, they're still they still have guys coming, you know, a bunch of white platers coming up, standing in line for yeah. Hetty Topper and, mm-hmm. and Lawson's. Every, every they used week. to have the line every Tuesday morning. They still do. There's really? still a lot. It's still happening. And um, I'm just not driving through town early enough. I guess. But you know, as when they weren't getting as much Lawson's and not as much Hetty Topper, you go in there and it's all gone. And there was always some tribute. Always some fourteen star tribute, yeah, and that's yeah. when I that's when I started buying it, and it was good. It's I, so good. It's so good, and and I I think like if we're at Chuck's house and we're watching another Patriot Super Bowl where they lose, the first beer I'm going to grab is going to be a tribute out of that fridge. Yeah, I, re- I really think it is. So that I mean I don't know. So I love how Chuck's house is the real touchstone of our whole <laughs> beer really conversation is. here. Um, I feel like it's underutilized. Um, and it should be said that Chuck probably makes beers. Excellent. I mean, he yeah, makes beers yeah. that would rival any of these. Yeah, it's yeah. sad but true fact. And it's a great 4th of July every year because yeah. he, he makes a beer. Because people think we're drinking Lawson's and it's really Chuck's keg. Yeah. 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 We uh, we should talk to Chuck. <laughs> Sometime. Yeah. See if he wants to make a super local beer. Oh. Well, he was... I remember my, oh. my idea was... Yes! To, my idea was to make a beer... Label it, and then sneak it into like the VG frit like beer fridge and yeah. leave it there. <laughs> and so I think that's great. And people would start finding it and like not even telling them to sell it. But anyway, that that was just sort of a. It's kind of like putting your your business card up on the, the yeah. corkboard at the hardware store. Make it super super rare. We're gonna make. Yeah, super local. That's super local. Chuck's newest beer. Yeah, maybe Get is. working, buddy. Maybe it is. Um, so really, number fourteen star number three. Fourteen star number three. You realize a lot of X fourteen star right now. Yeah, it's great. It's a new one. I haven't seen this. The Follow Me IPA. Wait, Follow Me American IPA. It's great. I mean, it's a great story. You know, veteran owned. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was cover boy on Vermont Life. Um, really been a great story, and and I, I was in the tasting room actually in St Albans. Which is um, my kind of tasting room. It's like got unbreakable furniture and floors you can spill on, but it's really clean and immaculate and uh, great beer specials, pretty good food. 
Um, really kind of a cool place. Yeah, where else do you, does one go in St. Albans? St. Albans is doing, like downtown. It's pretty good. Like It's kind of doing well. I think in the grand scheme of Vermonty places. That's great. Yeah. It's not far from Burlington, so. No, my understanding is, is like uh, St. Albans, you know, under $250,000 houses are mm-hmm. like booming up there. And, you know, the, the young, the young. Yeah, you can't get that kind of a thing. In Burlington. No. And so now you're going halfway to Montreal and getting right. kind of a cool place with kind of historical downtown. Right. It's. um. What was the segment you wanted to do? The real estate one? Oh, fantasy real estate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's so many years of podcasts. So many years of yeah, we'll conversations. All right. So number two. Okay. This is where things get interesting because right. as I mentioned, one of the one of the parts of the list is that it kind of changed over the last 48 hours. Really? I had Lawson's at number two. And I felt bad about doing it, but I... I felt like I needed to. Mm-hmm. But now I'm switching them to number one. Lawson's? Yes. Because of last night and the beer that I had. Yeah. Because it was just like, good Lord. I think that... So my understanding with the Lawson's tasting room in Waitsfield is that um, that's going to be brewing special beers. Yeah. That that uh, Sip of Sunshine is still going to be brewed. Right, right. Um, Outside of Vermont, but yes. with Vermont water or whatever it is that they're doing to keep their Vermont street cred. I don't know how they do it. But what the, what they're going to be doing here are the cool new beers that you can't get anywhere else. And honestly, like some of the weird stuff I've had from the brain of Sean Lawson has been remarkable. Like I had like a rhubarb saison, which I don't even know. Oh, yeah. It sounded like a headache in a can, you know, but it was so good and refreshing and you know, really mild. And See, that's that's <coughs> the the my top two are they're just they're artists. Yeah, and Sean is an artist. Yeah, the Idaho Seven. Oh, I don't even know what is that. It's it's mother's milk. You know, <laughs> it's just ridiculously yeah. delicious. Yeah, I don't know. It's an IPA or something or other. I will say that Lawson's beer is the only the only Vermont beer where somebody behind me in line at the Warren store offered to give me cash if I would buy them some so they could exceed their quota. That's the only, that's the only time that that's, 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 that's a pretty, a, that's a moment. It's a pretty remarkable thing. And, but like I said, I think for, for me, it's a, it's kind of a question. I mean, if, if I don't really care and I'm choosing one of 10 Vermont IPAs, I'm going to buy the losses. You know, if I don't really yeah. care, if I'm looking for yeah. something specific, and it's funny, like going back to 14 Star, like I personally have it as number one on my list. Wow. Ahead of Lawson's. Only so because ne- really neither of us had Lawson's at number one, and I just switched them last night. Right. And it's and it's interesting. I mean, I, I think once the tasting room opens and we can get different things, I guess my thing with the, with Sip of Sunshine, that's uh, Super Sip of Sunshine is excellent. Super yeah. Session is excellent. Great. But it's kind of a, it's a limited situation. 14 Star, you have the Tribute. You have the Maple Breakfast Stout, which I personally really dig. I don't even like stouts. Right. And they have the Valor Ale. And right. now they have like and now they got this a bunch guy. of other stuff. The and follow the American idea. I mean, they're sort of rolling out a pretty diverse selection of beers that I love. You know, and, and so, you know, it's like, once again, it goes back to like Chuck's Beer Fridge. Like, what are you going to grab? And um, you know, if if all five of these things were in there, which would you grab first? You know, and and I think that's kind of the that's the riddle. I, I will say, you know, the beer that's 
you know, that actually I also have in my bag over there is a Burlington Beer Company beer. Which, oh, yeah. Which, and um, they have an IPA. It's complicated being a wizard, which is the weirdest name for an IPA. Is that what it is? It's complicated being a wizard. I think it's name. I'm going to grab it. That's a weird name. It's a really weird name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's complicated you know, being a wizard. They're like super creative with the names and the, and the and, graphics for sure. And I really like it. And the other beer that I really like are the is the Frost Brewery. Yes. And um, really because I find it's like the most punk rock can of the yeah. Vermont IPAs. You know, yeah. it's like hand stamped. And um, it looks, it's just in like an aluminum can with a paper label and it'll say things like another Vermont IPA on it. Um, yeah. And, yeah. And I like it. And the sense of humor. Um, is really good. But I'm going to open one. <laughs> but so, your number one beer. Okay. So, well now, Lawson's is number one because I switched them last night. Oh, right. Um, so, my number two, and formerly my number one, uh, is Hill Farmstead. They're all so de- they're all so delicious, right? Yeah. Um, I loved when I first heard about it that he was naming beers after family members. I thought that was mm-hmm. the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like his family's farm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and every one that I have, they're super delicious. It doesn't fall under the criteria of can I get it? Correct. But that's art. That's high art. Yeah. That's like like mercurial. Here's the thing. My, my thing with Hill Farmstead is... I heard is, when I said that word. It's too big. I know. It looks like... It's, it's I like, feel bad. It's like your manhood fell off <laughs> like, as soon as you said it. Yeah. I, I don't but, uh, but the Hill Farmstead thing is like... I just am not that experienced with it. Like, I'll have the Edward at Mad Taco because I don't know what else to order. Right. Um, but That's the famous one. But that's the, that's the one. And honestly, I feel like I've never really had that Hill Farmstead moment. But a lot of that's because I'm, you know... You're wading past all these other great beers to get there. It's like it's like going to ski at Okimo. Like maybe it's good, maybe it's not, but I have to drive by like seven skiers to get there. You know, right? You know, and I mean Hill Farmstead. I'm sure it's delicious. I've heard it's ranked super super high on the Beer Geek ranking. There's there's more and more restaurants that have it. Yeah. Again, he's not. They're not. Canning, they're not canning. Right. Which so, maybe is a good thing. Right. Makes it just a restaurant thing? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. So what, Big Picture has it now? It was always Giles down at the hostel who, who had... Who had the Hill Farmstead. Yeah. I mean, they have it at Mad Taco, and yeah, which is probably, arguably, the place I drink the most beer in the Valley other than... That's your joint. The, the ski resort. Yeah, you like that. Um, well, I like it because Joey's always in there, but that's another... We'll have to get Joey in here to talk about spearfishing sometime. That sounds great. Oh, my God. You have to remember that. Yeah, and I'll write it down. Send us an email at uh, superlocal.com and <laughs> remind us what we said during the pod. Exactly. Um, all right, so number one. All right, so are we going to do main beers now? Yeah, let's do let's do favorite and worst main beer. All right. Favorite first? Yeah. Current favorite. Current favorite. I will say that um, my current favorite is Bissell Brothers, for sure. Yeah. Right? Yep. Do you know the Bissell Brothers? Yep. So good. Yep. So good. And it's really interesting. So I have a guy who works with me, Michael Collin, down in Maine. Mm-hmm. And um, as we've, you know, established this tradition of carrying these super strong beers to all these events, yeah. he all he's struck up a friendship with the Bissell Brother guys. And 
always goes down and grabs some hard-to-get Bissell Brothers beers. They were at Septemberfest, I think. Oh, were they really? I think so. It's excellent. And, um, yeah. you know, I, I can't even remember the names of the beers. But um, this is why we're talking breweries, because I don't remember the names yeah. of the beers. But it's there. It's like, what's the third track on the Justin Timberlake? I have no idea. <laughs> Man in the Woods? <laughs> this is a good guess. I did have a, I had an idea once, like just making an album full of the second track on all these albums, just to see how that all sort of. Because I feel like that used to be when you were sequencing records. That used to be second or third was was the hot spot, right, for the big song, right. And the first one was just introducing the theme of the record. Well, because nobody's in their seats yet, right? Like you're waiting for people to get into their seats. Yeah, right. When people used to listen to records. Yeah. Anyway, so what's your? Do you have a top main beer? Um, again, from the from the standpoint of can I get it? Yes. And I can get this in Vermont, in a lot of places, which is the Baxter Brewing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Um, they make all kinds of IPAs and such. They're getting better, right? I feel like I feel like they came out with something I had a couple years ago, which was not. I feel like any beer with the like black and orange on the can is not my favorite. This, yeah, it's the stowaway. The stowaway. I love the stowaway. And this is not at the level of like... It's probably because like when I'm going to Maine yeah, and when I really get it, yeah, it's like I'm going on a boat or like hanging in somebody's backyard. Right. It's like cans of beer, you know? Right. Um, and it's a six-pack. They don't do like the, the, the pounders. Right. So, my, so Maine, I don't know. I went to college in Maine. Yeah. Spent a lot of time in Maine. Lived in Maine. Mm-hmm. Made pizza in Maine. Great. Got fired from making pizza in Maine. Got That's rehired, good. then got fired again. Anyway, drank a lot of beer in Maine. That's a pot. Drank a lot of shipyard. Sure. Which is not yes. a Yes. That was going to come up. Drank for, a lot of Geary's. Oh, I love the Geary's. Remember the Geary's? Remember the Hampshire Special Ale? Was that the H? That was like pre, pre-microbrew. The Hampshire Special Ale. Was that a Geary's beer? It was. Yes. I think it was. And on the bottom of the label, it says, well, the weather still sucks because it was a seasonal. <laughs> right, it was a Christmas ale. It, right? Yeah, it was, it was a seasonal ale for them. Yeah. Two things about that. I'll try and make it quick. It was a holiday in Portland when Hampshire Ale would come out. Right. Because it was, you know, every year and all the bars had it and it was, it was a great day. Right. Um, when they debuted it, there were so many fights in the old port in Portland, Maine, because the alcohol content was probably very similar to what we all it drink now high. on a on a on a yes. everyday basis. But it was a weekly high. basis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was probably in the nines and maybe even a little over ten. Yeah. Um yeah. That, I, I remember that just it was great. Yeah, and it was <laughs> you know, in those days, you know, we were drinking so many light beers, you know, pounding the shipyards and right. and, and whatever else all night long and then see the joke was after midnight the only beers left in the fridge were the hampshire special ales and then you'd have you'd have one of those after midnight it's like having a martini after midnight that, that's a bad idea you know and you know it's not a right it's not a hey you're going to bed beer like that's a, that's a, that's a <laughs> there is such a thing but a, yeah that's I, a rampant unfortunately up i know what, exactly yeah. what you're talking about so, so anyway so but i wouldn't put that in my worst main beer we didn't even do worst Vermont beers, but we can talk about Maine. Oh, well, I, I desperately wanted to get to my worst. What's your worst Maine beer? I think it's Shipyard. Is <laughs> it really Shipyard? Yeah, I mean, they made so many, like, I remember, like, 
And like I knew those guys. Those are nice guys. Yeah, I yeah. like those guys. Yeah. Um and the shipyard the export ale was was fine. Yeah, you know? well, it was, it was great. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But they made a bunch of these really weird beers. <laughs> yeah. Like pumpkin head. Oh and, yeah. And all this other stuff. So it wasn't like a brand where it was like lots of good stuff. Yeah. They were yeah. They're throwing shit at the wall. Yeah. See if it would stick. I feel like, you know. And they're like part of the, the first wave. Yeah. You know? Of craft. And room. hats off to all yeah. those dudes because that that was big. Like it before was. that, it was, you know, you were drinking, as you spoke about earlier in the pod, the, the Meisterbrow. Well, and then came along Geary's and Sam Adams and Shipyard and things like that. So in the late 1980s, hanging out partying in the Old Port. Right, this is how old I am for sure. I don't know how old you are, but hanging out in the old port and going to Gritty McDuff's, yeah, and getting their homebrew, and it was cheaper than Budweiser, right? And right, like you can get a Budweiser, right, or you can get one of our home beer homebrew beers for like fifty cents cheaper, and it's like, oh, yeah. let's drink that, right? I swear to God, if we went there tonight, they're selling that same homebrew. They haven't changed that recipe one bit. And no. Uh, but it'll be seven bucks or whatever it is, you know. Maybe not seven at Gritty's. They're 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 committed to everyday drinkers in the way that most places are. And uh, totally. And but uh, you know, I love Gritty's, and actually I think OB is the might maybe their brewmeister. So if he ever hears this, he'll probably fucking murder me. But I would have to put like some of those early Gritty beers as like worse. Those are your worst. Only because they like they're a little. <laughs> they don't they don't treat you well if you get a bad batch but um yeah yeah and i knew dudes that were were brewing there yeah, yeah. um it was an excellent hang it was funny because like and i don't know if anybody wants to hear this but i'll tell it real quick yeah let's you hear know because uh at Grinny's, that was like the alt country scene was it really yeah like they were listening to like uncle tupelo and stuff oh yeah like for that. sure it was like, right. like and then like the bar that I went to because I was in a metal band was like the metal punk rock. What scene. bar was that? Rose Amigos. Am- Amigos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was That's my funny. thing. I had a buddy. I can't remember his name. He was a went to college with him and he was a total punk rocker. And then after college, we moved to Portland and he was playing in like a rockabilly band and they were always playing at Amigos. It was like a rockabilly punk band. I wish I could remember that guy's name. He was you really, really have to work on that. Yeah, I would good really like to know this guy's name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hold on, hold on. Worst Vermont beer. Oh. For me, I, th- I think I'm going to agree with you because I can see it on your face what you're going to say. What's that? Rock art. Oh, rock art is pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Well, here's the thing. It's like, um, rock art isn't a beer that my mother-in-law brings to my house every Christmas. Like, my mother-in-law brings, like, the Long Trail Blackberry and that. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. Like, Long Trail, I, like, I don't really want to see Long Trail in my house anyway. And like a long trail fruit beer is definitely low on my list. Yeah, no, I don't want to. I don't want to drink any of it. <laughs> Although, like long trail makes that green blaze idea. That's pretty and, good. And honestly, like and long trail, do they make the flying rind? Who makes flying rind? That's actually a pretty good beer. Uh, um, I don't remember. Who and makes and, it. and and you know the the flying rind foundation is a great story and, and that you know, right. worth supporting. And I definitely right. you know, but it's really it's that standard long trail in a bottle. I find a little syrupy. Um, it's definitely so you're going to go with the long trail as, as your worst and I'm going with rock art yeah and I, I'm not going to argue with you <laughs> I think I and I, my, like I think but I will say whatever happened to Magic Hat was that 
Guru even still exist? Who remembers Catamount? Catamount. That was a long time ago. Was that like, well, here's the thing. Like, does Magic Hat exist? And does Otter Creek exist? Yeah, Magic Hat still makes beer. Otter Creek, I, I don't know. There was, like, when I was living in Maine, like on my third time in Maine. Yeah. People were driving to Vermont to buy Magic Hat. Yeah, I remember. It was like that. The number nine. Like, the it number was nine. just like, oh my God, this is so different and so tasty. I and can't even remember what it tasted like. What was it? Was it like a, was well, it I, remember, I was a bartender at the time and everybody was a Magic Hat, Magic Hat. The ladies liked the Magic Hat a lot. Oh, the ladies. They really did. It was like, you know, I think part of it, it was kind And of, I was making a lot of um, Cosmopolitans at the time, too. I bet you were. <laughs> I bet you were. Yeah. What's the trick with the Cosmo in terms of making a... Make lots of them? <laughs> Is that the trick? Make them strong? Yes. Do you want course. it to be deep red or like pink? Because it's like got so much vodka in it. Right, right. It's impressive. Um, <laughs> all right, sure. so we summed it up. I mean, I think, I think, I think we did it. Did we just wrap up? An episode yeah, of, we'll oh, we'll probably. I think we should. Maybe this is like an annual thing, like you know, an annual podcast. Yeah, it's the beer. This the beer cast. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say one super local podcast a year. That's like the slow podcast method. No, I was thinking of doing more. We yeah. should probably do one in a couple of hours from now. Yeah, after we after we sober up. Um, <laughs> but I think that was pretty good. I think it was good. It was good. We we covered a lot of territory. We, yeah, we ranged from the premature wave through. Um, I, I wanted to, to make one more shout out though with the beer. Oh, what's that? That's Fiddlehead. You know, it's a really like when good point. I, 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 like I, when you're at a place and like maybe they don't go deep into the 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 beer reserves or you know the this and then that, but they usually will have a Fiddlehead. I'm like, great, perfect, love it, always I, good. I couldn't agree more. I think Fiddlehead is an excellent beer. It's funny. I saw it tonight. I was at um, you know, I was at the Hunger Mountain Co-op because I was I had a dentist appointment in Montpelier today, and I was. You had oh, a dentist appointment in the Hunger Mountain Co-op. No, that would be something, but because that's so, that's behind the herbs and medicinal. No, but teas. my dentist is actually right down the street from the Hunger Mountain Co-op, and so okay. I, typically that's my flow. I like I go to the dentist, and then I go to the Hunger Mountain Co-op, and there. I get like I got a Reuben, which was really quite good. Oh, and I got a, some beer, and it was like all these great beers, and Second Fiddle was there, and I was like, oh, that's a really good beer, and I was like, oh, but it's not quite the best, and it's not quite different enough, and it was kind of interesting. It was like. You know, it, it's like if you're if it's a if it's a pyramid, right, or a triangle. You have yeah. the best of the best, right, and then you have like the Meisterbrow at the bottom, mm-hmm. and the pretty good in the middle. Yeah, and like the worst place to be is like just below the best of the best. And and I because because people aren't really sure. Like, well, if I want to get the best of the best, I'm going to get one of my top five. But if I want to get something affordable, I'm going to get a harpoon. You know, and it's, yes. it's just, I feel like Second Fiddle is kind of in that weird spot for me. I, I love, I mean, if somebody showed up with a case of Second Fiddle. You mean uh, Fiddlehead? Well, well, that's from Fiddlehead, but it's like, isn't uh, that, that's one of their IPAs. Right. Um, I'd be ecstatic. You know? Yeah. But it's funny. It's it's just like my personal, I'm not even, here's part of it is I probably don't even, I don't even know where their brewery is. No clue. Right? And so I don't have any sort of personal, you know, it's like Hill Farmstead, you know, I'm like, oh, that's kind of a. Northeast Kingdom story, right, right, Fourteen right. Stars, Saint, kind of St. Albans. I feel like Fiddlehead is Burlington, and not right. to disparage Burlington, but they're plenty hip enough without us contributing to their economy, right? I mean, yeah, no, they 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 they're crushing. They've, they've got their own deal. And I, I will right. say, you know, I was gonna my curveball on the beer list was gonna be dropping Citizen Cider, 
because uh, which is not not really. I had one once, I, but I gotta say, you know, they have sort of put they put ciders on the map in Vermont, and yeah, I here's the thing: like if you bring another cool story, if sure. you bring cider to a barbecue in the summer, right? Mm-hmm. Like where we people have been drinking, and maybe the Fourth of July. The beers will not all all be consumed by the end of the day, but people will, will grab the ciders every time. It's a change up. It's light. It's refreshing. It's summery. It's not nine percent alcohol. Right. It's kind of like I used to have this idea of a cocktail, which was a, a PBR and tonic, which was just a way to like water down the PBR even more. I mean, cider is like I feel like I could drink. I feel like no. We used one... to do it with with lemonade, like the the oh yeah the shandy the shandy, and yeah. then there's like the Spanish of a. a version of the same thing with beer and yeah. lemonade beer and the limonada or something something like that. Yeah. yeah we called it that instead because we thought we were cool but i feel like no one i i we, we could get a state trooper here but i will bet you that they have never arrested somebody for a dui who's only been drinking cider like it's impossible to get too drunk to drive a car drinking cider i swear to god because your 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 stomach would be so <laughs> bloated and full like there's just no way you like you could get to that point right that's just my Okay. I'm, no, I'm cool with the, the super local yeah. shout out to, to Citizen Cider. And it's funny. Like, because, they, like, it's, and also the with the cider thing, I always just think of, like, the the American colonies and our, our New England roots. That's what they used to drink, right? That's true. Yeah. That's true. That's, that was the sort of, yeah, it's very true. Like, the uh, hard cider. The, the apple orchard was not a sign that you were in the agriculture business. It was a sign that you were in the booze business. Yeah. And um, and really it was the... It's and, aren't, it, and isn't it kind of like hearkening it immediately back to those days? Well, and really it was only when the Germans showed up and knew how to brew beer did we start ripping up those apple orchards and brewing beer. You mean like the Hessians? I don't know if they were Hessians, but they were definitely Germans. Did the Hessians hang out after they were hired by the British... Empire to I think a lot of well they were the um fight the revolutionary there were a lot of um <laughs> this is going really weird I know exactly <laughs> well there were a lot of what do they call them there there were a lot of peaceful Germans who mm-hmm. were like I, you know I don't like living in Germany because we get in a war every six and a half years and they started sure. bailing and one of the places they could go for religious freedom was the United States right you know the um you know the Hutterites was one group we actually I don't know I was working with this company who used Hutterite down from Canada, and these—they're essentially Amish who can use cell phones, as far as I can understand. <laughs> and they're—they're, they're, you know, they're like selectively yeah. Amish. And and anyway, the the Germans it's come like to a, us Episcopalians, Episcopalians, yeah, yeah, exactly. Same deal. But the Germans—it's funny. I, I actually looked up like the uh, the Mexican beer, you know, the Corona, you know, Modelo, all yeah. those beers. Yep, that all sort of became a thing when the Germans moved to Mexico in like the early 1900s and they, they brought beer making skills and it's, so it's interesting like even though those companies are, are and they brought their accordions and, and hence we have ranchero music is that true? it's a border music it's a blend of polka and really? yeah yeah with Spanish lyrics and Spanish melodies damn Germans I know they, they all went down there and you know they're like way ahead of the curve in terms of like getting out of Dodge. Like, let's get out of here about 10 years before we're doing nasty war and go to Mexico. Well, they had their own kind of little empirical phase where yeah. people, Germans were going all over the world. Yeah, bailing. That's another topic. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not talk about that right now. Well, um, 
should we wrap this one up? How, how long are we into this? Um, Does that have a time? Is that 15 minutes? Is that what that means? Yeah, I think so. It's pretty good. No, that's 15 bars. I don't know how many minutes we've been doing. I'm going to guess we're probably at like 35, 40. We're in the key of C major, I can tell you that. 4-4 four, four time? We're in 4-4 four, four time. <laughs> that's that's rock and roll time. All right, so... so. Yeah, let's, uh, let's sign off. Right. Um, uh, thanks for listening to Super Local. I think that was pretty good. Yeah, I like the name. Yeah, it's Let's, good. It's, it lives for another like, week. Exactly. We'll give it another week. All right. <laughs> nice job. High five. High five. All right. Thank you. Thank you.